I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting in the air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't show it on the football. It's so goddamn hard to hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Microphone check. One, two. What is this? Cash and Stacks, two fantastic dudes kicking business. Week three was nuts in the butts. That's for shout. Now kick back, relax, and let's get ready for week bout. Stacks, what's good? I got to say, your intro was good. Uh, the intro was nice. It was tight. It was fire. I loved it. Uh, I can tell you it was not good, though. No, I'm kidding. I won't get into that yet. I'll talk about what was good. NFL football was incredible on Sunday. Uh, we had last-second comebacks thwarted. We had uh, our guy Josh Allen skipping the ball in on fourth down, just losing uh, his mind. In, in, oh, actually, no, it was Ken Dorsey who lost his mind in the, in the uh, press box throwing his play sheet down. Uh, we'll look at a little bit of that later, but uh, just a, a wild weekend. You had uh, only two undefeated teams, 3-0 left. We'll see what happens with the uh, New York Giants tonight. But the Eagles, the Dolphins uh, made statements, uh, you know, uh, collectively. Those two seems like the two best teams right now, uh, one in the AFC, one in the NFC. So I, I loved it. I loved it. I was just uh, so excited to be back watching football. The Eagles and the Dolphins, is that going to be the Super Bowl? What? It's crazy. It's, I mean, Tyree Kill uh, is a game changer in that offense. A new coach coming into, you know, rewriting the script. Tua looks great, by the way. All the Tua haters are hiding their tweets, deleting them, burying their head in the sand. So uh, it is a wild time. But here's the thing, though. Dolphin faithful have not figured out yet how to be. And, and I understand this. I am a, a fantasy football guy. I've been in football. So is Mike for a you know, long time. We used to be season ticket holders for the, the commanders. And, and we had friends who were like this, who get jazzed up. And, and a lot of their, um, their self-worth was identified with the team that they followed. Right. And so I'm not going to completely, you know, shit on everybody who does this. Actually, no, I will. Anyway, if you do this, you're not cool, right? You can celebrate your victory without being an asshole. So this is from Barstool. This is a Miami Dolphins fan, and I just want you to watch it and see if it brings back memories of good old uh, FedEx Field. Uh, so okay. this is right after the victory, <laughs> immediately after the victory. You can already see, look at homeboy. He's got his, you know, T-shirt that has like a fake lay on it, you know, classy already. So he's good to go. I'm sure he's liquored up, and here's how it goes. Okay. Oh, muted. I can't hear it. It's not coming through. All right, hold on. Can you hear it? Can you hear it now? Uh-uh. Hmm. All right. That's not good. I got to figure out how my connections are. So I'll stop my screen share there. But suffice it to say, he's cussing out every uh, Bills fan he can find calling them giant pussies. They didn't react at all. It was incredible. They, they just kept going. They just were chilling. They didn't say anything. They smiled and moved on. Uh, it was pretty impressive, honestly. Uh, so what did that, what was that guy doing? What was, he, he, he was he was celebrating the Dolphins' victory by going up to people and telling them that they were pussies and that their team had just lost. Oh, and he geez. was really excited. Um, yeah. Let me let me let me see. Can you hear this now? Can you hear me now or no? 
Oh no, you're going down in volume. Okay. Can you, you can you can you hear me yeah. now? Yep, you're nice and loud. All right, let me see if I can can you hear the audio when I push play now? I'm trying to the audio situation is is fluid here. Can you hear this? No. No. Okay. Yeah, no, there's a connection issue I'm having on my end. So, uh, but he's just saying what's up to everybody, calling them giant pussies. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, I've experienced that at, at you know, FedEx Field too, where, where people are going crazy, where they're excited for a win or a loss, uh, and they're acting like psychos. Um, but not a good look. Miami, you got to class up your people a little bit because I know there's amazing Dolphins fans, just like there's any amazing group of fans, but uh, not the good look to, to go into a, a great weekend of football, honestly. I saw a video of, uh, you know, South Beach and Bill's faithful. They they rolled hard to that game. I mean, it was like the street was lined with Bill's fans just up and down everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 No, it was uh, it was really interesting to see. I I love Bill's Mafia. There's no hate for them there. Uh, And they were classy. Like I said, this is that guy was cussing him out being a jerk. Uh, I think I think Bill's fans right now are the top fans in the nfl i mean they 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 have the most enthusiasm and they have the least amount of uh assholiness uh enthusiasm well all of their assholiness is their own you know what i mean like they just jump onto tables and break stuff right that's that's all good man that's all good it's it's not all good when you're trying to fight you can hear the audio now i hear nothing it doesn't work at all. <laughs> so it went from you not hearing it to me not hearing it. Okay, well, we're testing live here as we go. Um, no, I love Bill's Mafia. You got to love Josh Allen, too. And, you know, Ken Dorsey reacting was who one of the is Ken Dorsey on Twitter. Is, I don't know if you saw it yesterday. Um, but it did it did kind of draw the attention of, of Twitter. Uh, and I, the, one of the favorite tweets that I had that I saw was the reaction of the assistant coach over here as they zoom in on him as everything is being destroyed. Uh, so funny, his reaction. He's just like, what is Ken Dorsey doing? Uh, and Ken was losing his mind, and I understand that. You saw the time ticking away, and you were just so frustrated that they could not get another playoff uh, before time expired. But this guy, he seems like he's okay collecting his paycheck. Well, Ken Dorsey, it was the end of the world in that clip, was, which, uh, you know, I loved. So Was Ken Dorsey a quarterback in the NFL? Who Like, what's his background, do you know? Are you are you back? I you don't hear me. Oh no, I hear you now. But I'm not sure if you had a comment for my my. Uh, no, I was saying, who is Ken Dorsey? Is he a quarterback? Is there, quarterback? He was a quarterback. He was a quarterback at Miami. I think he is the offensive coordinator for uh, the Buffalo the Bills. Bills. Right. He's up, yeah. in the, he's up in the booth. I saw that. I yeah. saw that, and I was just you know I don't I don't know I don't you know remember it's like that name vaguely tingles like yeah was he was a quarterback and you said for miami okay yep yeah and he was just kind of like middle of the road kind of second string he got back up up in the nfl he probably probably a paycheck for a while bouncing around but he didn't really play in the nfl he wasn't a good quarterback but he's a he's a coach and and he lost his mind in that i saw that i love that this is this is a still from that just zoomed up in as you see (laughs) as his assistants like Holy shite! What is what is he doing? So right. uh, I, I'm a I'm a big fan of the drama that comes from you know these these uh, games that were uh, you know sport games, but they really matter so much. So, well, I I mean, and this is the cool thing about fantasy 
and uh, some people might like this, some people might not like this, but I do think in order to be a good fantasy player, uh, this is from this is from our man Jeff Ratcliffe. I've heard him say it. You have to divorce yourself from the fan mindset in yes. order to be yeah. successful uh, as a fantasy player. And mm -hmm. for me, uh, being a Commanders fan, uh, it, it's been pretty easy because we're all like the whole region is collectively divorcing the Commanders. Uh, what what a horrible weekend they had. I don't even care though. I don't wait, even wait. care. Can I tell you something that's crazy? Not only did they not even care, I had some stuff uh, uh, segued up to go here. This is this is a little, this is not it, but 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 let's take a look at Philadelphia Eagles takeover of Washington, right? And it started a while ago. Dude. Grant Dude. Paulson, Grant Paulson put this up. It says this billboard in Philly has me expecting tons of Eagles fans at FedEx, and it says we're coming for you, Carson. <laughs> I'm so glad you're bringing this up because I told uh, my dad comes up the stairs or he's like, uh, you know, the commander's playing like, yeah, I don't care. I was like, um, I was like, they don't even have home games anymore. And, and I, I, because I had just seen a play where the uh, Carson Wentz got a, um, a false start because he couldn't hear, they couldn't, they couldn't hear the snap. Like he, right. the, the the Phillies fans were taking away home field advantage from the Commanders. I love it. And and, and, so then, here, and then and then <laughs> and then here is Phillies Twitter. This is their Philadelphia Eagles official Twitter dry erase board erasing the W. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and then it, it got even better because from there it it, it went to this. You know, and then, oh man, this this was my favorite of all. This is a, a meme for the ages, and here's Carson, and here's all of the defenders for the Philadelphia Eagles. Poor Carson Wentz, dude. <laughs> poor, poor Carson Wentz. Oh my gosh, this is perfect. So that was that was just a little bit of kind of what happened here in Washington, uh, and I I'm, I'm all for it. Carson I'm, Wentz was sacked nine times <laughs> nine times nine times that's nine so times, so many that's times. A, 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 by, by far the the most sack quarterback by like four sacks <laughs> right yeah it, it kind of matters not having trent williams on your team anymore you know go figure i don't know but yeah well yeah. I, I you know i think it really does highlight that the eagles are for real um, because I, I, I think the commanders are going to be, um, you know, able to win games with Carson Wentz, but, um, they're not, you know, they're, they're definitely not an elite team. They don't have a good defense. And when they come up against an elite team, we saw what happened in it. I mean, I think that that was a, a statement game for Philly where, they're they're putting they're putting the league on notice. I mean, they just dominated every aspect of that game. Um, meanwhile, Jalen Hurts, 123 passer rating, 340 yards, three TDs. I mean, yeah, man, he he looks so good. He looks so good. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely a signature game for uh, Philly. Oh yeah, uh, I, I loved it and. As somebody who has rostered Jalen Hurts uh, you know, on a few different of my fantasy teams this year, and then also in DFS quite frequently, 
uh, he is the truth. You know, you've said it both saying it. He is the, he is that dude, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he, he is able to get the, the ball uh, where it needs to be. And that those passes to Devontae Smith. Oh, ah, so good. Uh, oh, man. What a great. This is the this is the Devontae Smith breakout game. I mean, we've been I, I, I've been so hyped for that dude. And I think I had him after week one. Um, you know, I think I said Benjamin week two. He had a good week two, um, but he 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 is now uh, automatic plug and play because you know after week one we were just kind of worried. Okay, Jalen Hurts, he's a he's a rushing quarterback. Um, you know, he goes to that first read. AJ Brown's not there. You know, he's he might look Dallas Goddard's way. I mean, what we've seen now through three weeks is he has. Um, he has gone to the next level. That was that was the issue on him. I mean, um, people were scared to draft him in 2021 uh, because the accuracy issues. Well, we're not seeing that anymore. And now somebody like Devonte Smith, who's just this com completely, you know, precise, pristine route runner, um, you know, uh, with with just great, uh, you know, football IQ is going to benefit, uh, you know, so much from having AJ Brown on that team, you know, a true alpha wide receiver. I mean, Philly is going to be tough. They're going to be tough because the defense is going to be good too. They're going to be good. Southern yeah. dads rejoice. They're going to be good. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I want to take it back to what, what uh, take to the hizzy said earlier. Yeah. Carson Wentz does. He, 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 he likes to touch it. He likes to touch. He's a touch guy. He likes to, pat that ball and not throw it and get sacked. So yeah, he nailed that point there too. Uh, and then Bo, Bo jumped in there. He's talking about uh, the Jags last year and he took call Wentz a whiny turd. I like how Bo pulls no punches. He doesn't want to meet any of the NFL players in real life. He just wants to keep it a completely online relationship, which I respect. I do. Um, so I'm excited though. Today we have our first installment. I want to do a hard transition here, but but we got a show to do, right? We we, yep. we have uh, we have our first installment of trades to get paid, right? I I, I love trades to get paid. We also have uh, the wire. We have uh, elevate, mitigate, abyss rate, and DFS stacks of cash. And three tweets at the end. Hopefully, I can get the sound working. Ah! I have uh, to send like you some readers. Yeah, I know. The video ones. I it's not great. Um, but whew, okay, we'll be there. Let's start. And I'm excited to start with our trades to get paid. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to try, not every week might not be able to give you everything, but we're going to try to talk about a few different uh, categories of trades that we would be making if we were in certain situations, if we had certain players and right. players we're going to be seeking. So we've got buy high players who are elevating right now and who will cost you. By low, they're underperforming. You might get a little bit of a bargain on them, but they're, they still have value, right? Uh, sell high. Guys who are striking right now where we think they might cool off and then sell low. Guys, for me, maybe they're just not what they said they were going to be or they're undervalued or I mean overvalued in the market and you can kind of you know move on from them. So let's start with uh, buy high and uh, all of Mike's candidates are on the top and all of Scott's candidates are on the bottom. So I'll let you lead off with James Robinson. He's your buy high candidate this week. Yeah, he's buy high. And, you know, one of the things that I think about when I try and give people uh, ideas for trade options is that, okay, James Robinson, um, he is, I have James Robinson on three different squads. Okay. 
you got James Robinson in the 10th round. Okay. Yes, you did. So somebody may have that kill. He like a buy high candidate is it's going to be hard to get right. Um, here's why I think he fits a good, you know, buy high profile is because of his, his late round draft capital where you could make a respectful trade offer mm -hmm. for James Robinson uh, because that person got him so late. So if that person is weak at positionally QB tight end wide receiver um, and, 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 you know, is just loaded up and doesn't need James Robinson um, that, that might be, uh, uh, you know, somebody that you can get. And, and I mean, he, 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 he is not going anywhere. I mean, he is now just automatic, like plug and play. You got to put James Robinson in your lineup. I mean, that guy, uh, it, it, he, he's all better, dude. I mean, he, <laughs> he just looks good, man. I mean, uh, he's got a touchdown in every game and, and he breaks off. Uh, he, he's breaking off long runs too. Like, uh, last week he had like a 25 yard one. Then this week he takes like a 50 yarder to the house. I mean, um, it, it, he's nothing's changed with him. He's, he's, he's all better. And he's the same guy he's been ever since he's been in the league. So I'm by high on James Robinson. I like it. And uh, I will just say this. Uh, if you were a Travis Etienne mark, and I was only in one, in one league was I an Etienne mark. Oh, it hurts a little bit. It hurts a little bit. But also got Robinson. So, you know, it, it doesn't feel as bad. So I'm not into handcuffing. But if you're going to overvalue somebody, you might as well try to get their, their undervalued uh, starting running back the last couple of years in Jacksonville. So uh, my buy high guy is a rookie, right? Drake London. And man, he, in three games, he has come out firing, right? He's got 25 targets, 16 receptions, two touchdowns, 214 yards. But here's what impresses me the most, right? If you had up Olamide Zacchaeus and uh, Kaderil Hodge and Brian, all their targets together, they're at 17. He's at 25. So like he, he has a monopoly on the wide receiver targets. Now, Cordero Patterson is a you know hybrid there, and, and, and of course, Kyle Pitts is there too, but I love that. I love the, the target share. You see that offense, their, their defense is bad, and they're just, just good enough to keep them needing to play offense the whole game, right? And that's exactly what you need, a team that sucks at defense with an offense that has a, a focal point, a rookie that they're trying to, to get better. And so, yeah, Kyle Pitts and him will kind of go back and forth this year as the wide receiver one on the team week to week, but I think he is a value, and the person who got him probably got him in the eighth round or the ninth round as well. Maybe bought up in the seventh, but probably in a home league. It's a little bit later. So I love Drake London, and I would try to grab him if you could. I like it. Yeah, and and he's a great buy high candidate too because he's a rookie, so right. he's only going to get better. Yeah, right. And he'll have off weeks, so maybe even wait for an off week. And then pounce. Like these are guys. When if you can't get them this week, that's fine. Play your cards right. Like some of these guys, for example, James Robinson might have been on somebody's bench last week, and they might have been on the, the week before too. So if you've seen a guy on a bench for two weeks, not even getting in the lineup, go after him. Go after him because they need value somewhere else probably. So uh, let's talk buy low now, and I'll lead off since I let you lead off before DeAndre Hopkins, folks. We are are 
three games away from DeAndre Hopkins coming back. Uh, and so it's just, it's start, it's the time to start thinking about it. You don't need to make a move now, but I want to, I want to put him on your radar. He is one of those lock in candidates that if you can start to, to, to maybe push the wheels in motion towards that trade getting done, someone just languishing on a bench doing nothing and they need somebody. I would look at him as a potential down the road wide receiver too in your, in your offense. You can, you see what Marquise Brown is doing, right? Uh, and he's good but he is not DeAndre Hopkins. So uh, I love trying to sneak in there and get DeAndre Hopkins at a little bit of a value right now. Yeah, uh, if you can, I, I think he's going to be tough to get uh, just because people who've already weathered three games are going to be... Uh, well, you got to look for know. the right position. Like if, if they're 3-0, and they're doing well, then yeah, you pro- they probably are not somebody who's going to let you trade for him. But if they're 0-3 or they're 1-2 and and they're desperate and you got an extra QB laying around and they drafted Russell Wilson and they're shitty right now, then, you know, it just, it's context, but I agree. Uh, you sir though, are a little biased because you've been holding on to him like grim death in all these leagues. So I uh, know uh, I only have him. I was only able to get him in one league, but uh, I've, I wanted, I try, I wanted to get him in every league and everybody was just going like around higher than I was willing way to earlier. Do yeah. You, you thought that he was actually starting. It was interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I got I did uh, Austin Eckler for Bilo. Um, well, you know, he's he's first round draft capital, and so um, you know, I think he's averaging like a yard per carry right now, or something like that. So I think that people who have Eckler um, are are concerned, and um, you know, you you I think he he fits the idea of a, a Bilo candidate where. Um, you know, he's, he's a, a primo draft pick. And so, um, you know, I think right now when you're, you're getting, you know, first round guys, um, you know, like Camara too, that just like, they're, they're not living up to what you spent on them. You might be able to find an owner and, and, you know, sweeten the deal. Um, because I, I think, um, I think this is his floor. So I, I think um, this, you know, this might be the last opportunity that you get to buy low on Austin Eckler. I, I like that perspective on, on Eckler. And uh, we're going to talk about him later today in our DFS stacks of cash. So okay. go anywhere. Yeah. Let's talk about sell high guys now, right? These are the guys who um, they, they have popped, right? Or they're popping or they're going to pop in the near future. There is value to them. So we don't want you just to get rid of them uh, completely right this second for nothing. You need to get something back in return. There needs to be a value exchange here, right? So two guys that we are looking at here. Uh, I'll let uh, you start here with Devin Singletary. Last week popped off touchdown yesterday. Night last week, yesterday, touchdown. Uh, looked good. What are you thinking here you could get back in return uh, for somebody like Devin Singletary? What's the, what's the market, do you think, or how are you approaching this trade? Because Devin Singletary is like polarizing you know he's somebody who is either you you are like i hate him i'm never going to draft him we're like oh devin singletary i like it so uh tell me more about your strategy and uh, offloading him well i mean you got to kind of look at where he was drafted and then finding somebody maybe like a drake london i don't know if Mm -hmm. somebody's going to go for that or not but um you know if they're weak at rb uh i i think this is just a great opportunity um you know I just I, I I hate running backs in that that offense, and I have Devin Singletary. I I just think that uh, it's just a great opportunity for somebody um, to take advantage of somebody who's going to have just 
wild fluctuations. You know, I think owning uh, Singletary, you know, having shares of him is that the the difficult part is is like you just don't want to start him because right. you you don't know if it's gonna if he's gonna hit this week or not. Why well, haven't by the way? So that's why I'm kind of wondering uh, what you think his value is in our in our main league. He's my one of my running backs. I did not start him this week. You're singing a sad song. I could have won the, the the game if I did. So you know all these things are real life scenarios. And, and if I am moving him, I. I will try that trade. I, I I don't know if if uh, the person in our league who has both Drake London and DeAndre Hopkins is interested in Devin Singletary, but I, I will I will see maybe a little package deal. Uh, I like that. Let me talk about my guy, Marquise Brown. We, we faded him last week, and we were wrong. We can say when we're wrong. I'll be honest. I'll post this clip on YouTube, and I'll put all over Twitter. Uh, when you're wrong, you're wrong, right? And, and an analyst looks back and says, yeah, I was wrong. I made a bad call. Uh, I was a little bit more hyped on Jalen Ramsey. They moved uh, Marquise Brown around, and they didn't have single coverage on him. And, and you know, Jalen Ramsey was on his side of the field, and the zone was used, and, and he found holes in the zone, and he got loose. He did a great job. He was the main target uh, for Kyler Murray. So, Abby, right now, he's one of the top 15 receivers. When this when this situation comes back in a couple weeks, when, when DeAndre Hopkins is back, it's not going to be the same for him. His value is going to be limited. So, uh, if if somebody either has DeAndre Hopkins now, or you know, if if you can find somebody who wants this value immediately, who needs to win, I think he's a, a nice sell high candidate right now. I love it. I love your sell high better than my sell high. That I think he's an awesome sell high uh, for exactly because once. Uh, once Nuke comes back and, and gets ready to go nuclear, it's uh, you know his um, he's going to be like a Devin Singletary. He's gonna he's just going to have wild fluctuations. Yeah. You know. Yep. And I think all fantasy managers uh, really are looking for that stability in, in their weekly lineups at times. And if you it's need, so nice. Yeah. If you need an upside play, yeah. Okay. Right. But sometimes you just want to kind of get there. All right. Uh, let's talk solo. I'm going to let you lead off and I will end it. Cause it's your boy. And I want to, you know, kind of get your, your parting thoughts on your boy. Uh, Darrell Henderson, you, you drafted him everywhere. Try and get out from under that mortgage. Now talk about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's going to be hard to it's sell low and I think it's going to be hard to sell. So I think you want to try and maybe target acres owners. Um, I think if you, um, if you have cam acres, I think you got to be really excited about what you saw last week. Um, okay. He is the better back. He always has been the better back. He is an extremely talented running back. And for whatever reason, um, you know, the first two weeks, he seemed to be lacking explosiveness, but I wouldn't even necessarily say that that was true um, his opportunities weren't there. And if you just went through with a fine tooth comb and just like criticized all the different things that he did, it sort of made sense why McVeigh was, um, just, you know, continuing to kind of feed Darrell Henderson. Uh, here's the thing. Um, McVeigh has come out and said that it, it you know, it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a a, a a timeshare backfield, but that is not McVeigh's mo. And I think that Cam Akers, I mean, what the concern was was that we don't we didn't know if he was going to 
I mean, everyone I know that that's tore their Achilles heel <laughs> is ruined for the rest of their life. Ruined. But now you see James Robinson, right? Three yeah. weeks in a row, just balling out. Fine, right? He he injured his after Cam did. Yeah. yeah. So he's fine. So Cam Akers is fine too. And I think if you have Darrell Henderson, um, the value's only going to get cool. lower. Yeah. It's just going to get lower. So um, right now, b- before you see another big cam week, I think, um, you know, maybe see what you can get from from a cam owner. Yeah. Okay. I like that call. Uh, here's what I'm going to say. My next guy, he, I went between buy low and sell low for him. So, you know, it, it's it's it, you might be in the market for Brandon Cooks. The only thing I would say so far from what I've seen with Cooks is that he's not getting the dominant target share. Uh, well, and well, he has gotten the dominant target share to a degree, but he, his completion percentage is 44%, right? So there, there's some issues there. Also, you see other people getting targets. Uh, the running backs have 21 targets so far. The tight ends have 25 targets. And then the wide receivers have 29 targets. So like, it, it's it's tricky. You know, it, it's a tricky situation uh, for, for him. And so I know you love him. He's your guy. I want to get your first react to kind of coming at your guy. I don't, we don't normally come to each other's guys, you know, I mean, uh, but I want to get your thoughts on, on how you would approach him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not selling low um, right now. I, I just think, I just think the, the draft okay, capital he has 29 targets so far. Um, but then all those other people, position groups do too. Nico Collins is 16. Uh, you know, Chris Moore is 10. So he has so far he out of the, the 40 or so, let's say 70 or so targets. He's got 30 of them for the, for the, uh, wide receiver, which is good, but also the ball's getting spread around to a lot of other people, tight ends and running backs in the offense. So, I mean, again, for me, I'm, I'm, I have multiple shares of Brandon Cooks. And, uh, I did not, I think I started him in the BFFs, and that was the only place I started him because I had to because I'm so weak at wide receiver in that league. Um, I did, I did bench him everywhere last week. Um, but I, I, I personally, I wouldn't sell low because you probably spent, you know, fifth, sixth round draft capital. And I don't see how you're going to get anything close to that, um, you know, right now coming off of a, whatever he had, 4.9, 4.2, 4.2, whatever performance. Point He's got back to back games under 10 points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, last game he was right around ten. That's a thing. Uh, you know, he still got seven targets, so um, not it's not terrible. And like you said, I mean, you know, he's close to thirty. That's ten targets per game so far per week. So I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not selling low right now. Maybe he flips to a buy low. It's just a secret plant to see how you're. <laughs> Yeah, see, we're, I'll just try to figure out where you were on it. Maybe I could get a little value from him. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the game within the game within the game within. Sure. All right. Since uh, we're in four or five leagues together. We're so many leagues together. And I, I, I think I own him in every All league. All of them. Listen, yeah. listen, what's great about this is several of the players that we are rostering are on this sheet right in front of us that we that we created. And we're just, uh, we're just testing each other out. And also, we want to hear what the public thinks about these players so we can get feedback from them if you haven't figured it out we're playing our own league out to the public and we're learning from you and you're learning from us it's a, it's a process right so um let's talk about the thing that is going to help you win your league this week though and that is the lion 
maybe not the whole league, but the week, you know, when you're weak, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's talk uh, the wire here with quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Man, wow. It finally came through. T. Lawrence in the house. The hair. He won the hair bowl between him and Justin Herbert. The hair off. It was so beautiful. Uh what, what a great performance. Some of those touchdowns to Marvin Jones were cl- NFL classics, instant classics. Yeah. You know, he, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Alexander Madison, probably, you know, Jamal Williams. I don't know if any of those guys are going to be on your waiver wire, but I think what you're seeing right now, I mean, we're in a 12 man league, the analytics league with, you know, fellow, uh, you know, want to be touts out here trying to do this fantasy thing. And Trevor Lawrence is on the, I'm pretty sure he's on the wire in that league. And I just think he is, uh, it, it, you, you know, you should snap him up. Like if you're weak at QB, um, I think he's a must add. Uh, I, you know, I, I've been a fan of his and, um, you know, people were a little, I think, overly critical of that, of him in that loss versus the commanders when I think he played well and, and it's just like, you know, it's a game of inches and um, you know, he just didn't connect in certain moments um, still, you know, played, played tough. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, we're leading um, for, uh, you know, at least a decent portion of that game. I mean, that game was back and forth. And, um, you know, he's, he's progressing, um, and having Christian Kirk, uh, really changes the dynamic of that offense. So I'm, I'm huge on him. Yeah. I, I do like, uh, him the rest of the season too. Alexander Madison, maybe not because, you know, he's an obvious handcuff, and, but maybe somebody did drop him because he's not really done anything in the first couple of weeks. But then Jamal Williams, this is insane. This is the insanity of, of it all. Well, right? Dalvin Cook's got a shoulder injury, so shoulder we, injury. We, we don't know the, the timeline. He dislocated his shoulder. That's not um, good for running backs, though. Let's just put it that way. It's not good for running backs, but it just kind of fits exactly what Dalvin Cook does. Like he's, 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 he's out. He's, I'm so I'm gonna bet he's out for two games. That's and then sounds. he'll and then he'll be in for the rest of the season. And, and so, it'll, be question, it'll be questionable for week three, and you won't know to start him in the last second. He'll get in and he'll score like thirty points. Right, and, right. And you'll be like, "Fuck, I had him on my bench." That's right. how it go. Um, but let's talk about Jamal Williams because this is interesting. I, I I have the numbers. I'm nimble with numbers. So I want to ask you what in, in ESPN leagues right now because our main leagues ESPN. What? Do you? How many uh, roster ship percentages do you think he has? Uh, do you think he's above fifty? I'm making it easy. Above fifty percent or below fifty percent? What do you think? I mean, I would think above fifty percent. You would think so. Forty-four yeah. percent rostered in the ESPN. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Th- this team is going to be. Their defense is not good. This is what we were talking about. It's a perfect storm for for offensive production, particularly from uh, goal line backs. In this off, he's the goal line back. He when they he's get the in goal line back, he's dude. Goal line back in this off, when you like it or not, it stinks if you're a Swift owner, dude. I mean, Bo McBrayer's pulling out his hair because he is a Swifty for life, and it's just it's not great. Unless he breaks one from 50 yards out, if he gets tackled at the one yard line, goodbye. Jamal's it's going the Jamal in. Williams Jamal, show. Jamal, Jamal. So, uh, 44% is wild. Uh, and he needs to be rostered in, in 98% of league. So please get on that ESPN, get your shit together uh, and, and make a difference. Let's talk Jamal about the- Williams, like the coach's son. Like I remember when I played PB football and I was a running back and I would get him all the way down the field 
And then they at the goal line, they put the coach's son in. <laughs> just come on, man. I just got you guys here. Like, let me get the TD, dude. I mean, I, and I love Jamal Williams, but I mean, DeAndre Swift, it's just, it's so frustrating how he has to break it from 40 yards out to get any well, type he of never play. does. He always gets chased down right by the goal line. I know. It's so I know. frustrating if you're rostering him in any type of DFS contest. So, but Jamal Williams, he should be on a team. James Cook making a, a case for himself to be rostered as well. A little less, uh, you know, rush to the bank and get him. But if you need RB help or if you're going to trade away Devin Singletary, you want to grab somebody else to pick up in that spot. Talk to me. Sell me on James Cook. Why is he somebody you want? To I, I just think, you know, he's been drafted and he's probably been cut. And I'm I buy into his talent being supreme in that backfield. Um, I think he's a he's a you know, he's an ad and stash um, because I, I, I think right now, you know, it's it's Singletary's backfield, um, but he's continuing to mix in. And I think as, uh, you know, he makes plays and, and there's opportunity um, for him in that offense to do exactly what he did at Georgia. Um, and it's why they drafted him. I, I, I just I could, you know, my prognostication is that um, he starts getting more and more touches as the season progresses. So he's just kind of like an add and stash. I like that. I think it, 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 if you have the room, uh, do it. You know, mm -hmm. so um, that's a good call. It, let's talk about a, a group of wide receivers. So I'm not saying any of these are, are better than the other ones, but we've got a couple of them, and one's going to surprise you. That's why it's on the other page. I didn't want to uh, put it up there. I wanted it to be a surprise for you. So uh, Zay Jones, if you were if you were listening in the beginning of the year, we did mention Zay Jones. We've been talking about Zay Jones. He was on our week two. Uh, the wire. We had an extensive week two wire. It was it was long and strong all night long, and he was on it. So uh, you should have listened to us. I wanted to do a I wanted to do a pat on the back. We've been touting him for a while. I'm doing a Bo McBrayer impersonation right now. So uh, yeah, why don't you have him rostered? Right? What's going on, people? He's not rostered either, which is right. Nice. He's not right. He's not. What do you What do you think Zay Jones's roster ship is? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put, um, put around twenty percent. Twenty percent. He doesn't even show up on ESPN's most added, which means he's, he's probably not even. I mean, you not, have, not, he's like zero percent rostered. He's, he's not rostered. He'll be twenty percent soon. It's not great. You know no. what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It's not what you want. Uh, but you know it. I mean, it's what you want if you're trying to pick him up. But now if you're listening to the Fantasy Millionaires, you should be picking these players up. Uh, Mac Hollins sounds a lot like Mike Collins. If you <laughs> if you roll it off, Mac Collins, Mac Collins, you know, you could get, uh, he was playing above the rim. He was ridiculous. I had him all over in DFS. So did you. You said, how much Mac Collins do you have? I said, I got a little bit. I got a little bit. I got a lot of bit. And so did you. Uh what what a revelation, no Hunter Renfro. I love that little guy. He's so tiny. But did you just see Matt Collins moss that guy in the end zone? He just it was like he wasn't even there. He just jumped up and grabbed the ball over him. I thought there was a, a whistle or something because the guy stopped playing. So he looked great. You know he's a Maryland guy. He went to Wooten. I heard that. Yeah, I had to put him on the front page of the wire. <laughs> Come on, MP. 
Yeah, I, I mean, no it, it, I think I think Matt Collins is, um, uh, you know, again, he's probably, uh, you know, a, a, a stash type play uh, because one, yeah, once Hunter Renfro comes back, um, but you know, can can that offense support three wide receivers? Uh, you know, I don't think so. Well, but no, it can't. And he's 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 a play it while it's hot now guy, and and let it go. I mean, their defense is terrible. But their six four two twenty, and I mean, I I I I, 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 I would I would I would just simply add um, for the fact that like you you don't have to start him obviously you know with Renfro on the field, but like just you know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is a uh, you know a Mac Collins year. You know, Collins. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, it, you you just don't know um, how things play out in the NFL, and so yeah, I mean, he popped, and he has the uh, he has all the measurables, um, but again, you know, can this offense support? You know, I mean, what offense can support three wide receivers like? I mean, it's just it's it's usually, you know, it, and Darren he, Waller too. So it's it's he, right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You know, it, it, I, but I think he's strictly a play while there's no Hunter Renfro, or if Waller's out, or if Adams misses time. I think he's a stash. Um, and 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 you're not losing anything if you have to drop him. But I do like him. I think he he she flashed. So he'll have worth later on uh, this year. Uh, let's talk about the next. Uh, I think I can do this. I think I'm just scrolling. Yeah, I'm just scrolling. I love it. Okay. Let's talk about Romeo Dobbs or Dubs or Dobes. I think Dubs. 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 Yeah, Dubs. Uh, Ro- Romeo, This I, I put this picture up particularly because he's getting just punched in the face. His shoulder pads are exposed. His jersey is being choked around his neck. The Buccaneers are trying to murder him, yet he's scoring a touchdown. So in your face defense offense greater than on this i loved every second of that game that game was just the toughest fucking game uh and and you saw the heart uh that i think aaron Rodgers is gonna grow to love in this guy um i think he is a is an ad that you want to put on your team what did you see that you liked yeah man that touchdown that he had was uh uh, yeah man it's it's the kind of play um where it just it 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 gets you excited uh, about what this guy can be as a football player. Uh, I mean, it was just a really great football play. Um, you know, makes his move and gets right down to the goal line and just has the presence of mind uh, just to to turn and get that ball across the goal line. Um, you know, with, with just like elegance and strength. And I mean, yeah, man, it's like, I, I, you know, I, I just think right now he, he's looking like he's going to be the wide receiver too on that team. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, 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 he's definitely, you know, um, you know, he's out there. Um, he may or may, may not have been drafted, but, uh, I think, you know, he's he's out there in various leagues that i'm in and uh i think he's definitely worth snapping up yeah you, you gotta get him you gotta snap him up 
That's I, I, that's that's the play. I, I'm with you completely. Uh, let, let's talk about. Um, I put Devin Duvernay on here. I'm going to talk about him, but I want to ask you what you see in Alec Pierce, the touchdown dropper. I did I did sully his name earlier this year. What what? How has he bounced back for you? Well, I mean, he's the number two on that team, and he he, you know, he was out the week before. So he's probably on the waiver wire. And I think he's just he again he's like a a, a add and stash type dude. Um, you know, particularly if Pittman has any more issues, then you're going to get the the number one wide receiver. He he is the clear number two on that team. Um, so you know he's not somebody I'm going to go out and spend a ton of fab on. Right. But I, I would add him and just you know see what see what. See how this offense keeps going. I mean, I, I, that was the surprise win of the week for me. Oh man, uh, what a crazy game! I mean, yeah. Miami and the Colts. I, I, I'm glad I didn't bet those games. Yeah, me too. Me too. I thought the Colts were going to get destroyed. Uh, I, I want to ask you, what percentage do you think Devin Duvernay is rostered in ESPN leagues? Just give me a yeah, a yeah, man. He's probably okay. So uh, that was a horrible guess on. Who did I guess? Zay Jones. Zay yeah, Jones. Zay Jones was Z, probably zero. Uh, all right, Devin Duvernay. I'm gonna give based on uh, that. I'm gonna say nine percent. Not bad. Not bad. Seventeen percent roster. Okay. So okay. he is completely available, right? Like like a college guy, <laughs> completely available. Uh, pick him up, right? Grab him. Stash I, you know what? There's a lot of thoughts on him out there that this is just not um, this is not sustainable. Um, of course, you know. Of course. Okay. Well, I, I'm I'm not on that side. I'm on the side that a player who gets uh, a touchdown every week so far is um, is definitely should be rostered. Mm -hmm. uh, he's. I mean. You know whether you're going to start him or not. That's a different question, right, but right. he's a stash and dash. You get him, uh, you just put him yeah, on your stash. I, I, I'm debating on starting him weekly. We'll talk, you know, we'll talk, that's that's coming up. Don't you jump the shark, you mother? Okay, all right. We'll we'll bring it back in. Bring it back in. All right. Uh, no, I, I I do like that though. He is a fringe start this week, and we'll talk about why. Uh, because he might actually be in one of my DFS decks of cash. So we'll just <laughs> he's everywhere. All right. Um. David Ninjoku, speaking of somebody who was everywhere, the Steelers having nightmares. And uh, I'm, if I get eliminated from the Paul Charchian uh, guillotine league because he was on my bench, I'm going to have a nightmare. Uh, whoo, man, he was all over 30-some points in a lot of leagues that I was in. You know, full PPR. You don't go full PPR. You don't go at all. Yes. So uh, talk about Ninjoku. How much would you be willing to spend? Is he a $7 kind of guy? Is he a, an $11 kind of guy? I mean, where is his price point at for you? If you're tight and needy, mind you, you might put a little more cash on top. Yeah, man. I think if you're tight and needy at this point, again, early in the season, um, you know, spend that fab. Uh, I was not high on Njoku coming into the season. I wasn't high on really any Browns coming into the season. Meanwhile, they're playing tough. Kevin Stefanski is a good, really good coach. And, um, you know, they're they're they've figured out a mode to stay in games. And a lot of analysts were high on David Njoku. He was drafted in almost every league where I did drafts. He was that late round tight end flyer. 
And, um, you know, like right now, he is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's top 10. He's like ninth right now. That's good. That's good. You, yeah. That's the guy who starts on your team. Yeah. And, 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 right. Ninth starts on your team. And, um, you know, what what he flashed in the last game is why analysts were high on him. I think PFF had him graded the highest receiver in that Thursday night game. I, I, I don't, I forget what it was. PFF had him had some stat about, you know, him as a receiver. I, I it kind of surprised me over Amari Cooper, but I guess not. Cause he only had one drop. Um, so, and, and that drop was, he got, you know, completely clipped. Um, he, he looked, like he is, uh, you know, he's going to be a factor in 2022. So I would spend some money on him. Okay. I think I've got the data here. Let me find David Ninchoku. Yeah. We're, 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 we're filtering here on ESPN. You might as well just go, you know, right to the source. It's, it's easier than anything ten, else. 10 targets last he, game. He, he is uh, rostered in only 32% of leagues. Right. So he is a great candidate. Dude, we're hitting home runs today. I'm not going to lie. If you're paying attention today, you're probably going to hopefully in, in the near future, weeks to come, sow, sow some seeds of success. All right. Let's get two more and then we're going to jump. We've got, you know, two more segments left and then we're going to roll out the three tweets and then uh, I'm going to go make some food. I haven't eaten yet today. I'm starved. I got mm-hmm. a beer pretzel bagel brought back from the obx i'm gonna scarf on an egg sandwich and make it all up with some you know ham and some sausage and all that kind of good stuff so uh let's talk will disley noah fant is not the man it's will disley <laughs> it's middle will of, disley dude middle of the field disley is what we're gonna call him because every time i see him he just runs straight down the middle of the field and they're like uh oh, that that shopping cart went by and they're like hey, let him go and then they throw the ball to him in the end zone that's <laughs> just it works not gonna lie Geno smith sees him and he likes him Right. I mean, he's not somebody I'm willing. I I I don't $1. think he's going to end up being top ten. Um, uh, he's just a dollar or two. Yeah, he's just he's just somebody that's out there. That if you're really weak at tight end, you know, um, and you know, you, you, I think he's worth picking up. Right. He he's that one. Yeah. He's he's he's. So you're telling me there's a chance? Can you hear that or no? <laughs> that's exactly what he is yeah you can hear the sounder yeah yeah Yay, yeah it's in the show okay good 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 maybe it's just a youtube issue that i was having but um i don't know but yeah very nice and then the giants dst next week is facing the chicago bears da bears mm-hmm. da bears well, yeah lock and load on that right not good not good not good yeah listen i gotta say something because i don't really call people out um, uh, there was a bunch of people in the summer who were saying that Darnell Mooney was a top 15 wide receiver, maybe a top 12. I retweeted it, made a bunch of jokes, got in fights with Bears Twitter. I decided to go back and just look at some of those tweets. I saw other tweets of people touting him and I teased them. One of them was a guy who I was friends with. He accused me of like racially profiling him. Uh, and then he like called me out to Salvetri. It was so weird. Pulled the race card on you yeah, so for not liking his flair. Wow. Well, well, well I, like I, 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 here's the thing. Like I went back and I like 
it wasn't him I was looking for. I was looking for other people, but I found several people and I made fun of several people. Uh, and then I found the guy who I'd originally made fun of. And I went like, how's it going with that? You know, like, how's that? Yeah. Top 12 Darnell Mooney. Yeah. Going? Like, what, what, what do you think now? You know? Um, but, but in, in my wake of making fun of a bunch of people, man, dang it. I, so I, I gotta say, um, you know, be, be careful out there. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. Um, but with that being said, I do think the Giants uh, against the Bears, you can you can give them you can give them the thing of the business, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, the Bears are not fit to be a full NFL team right now, which is good mm-hmm. if you play defenses against them. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, all right, let's jump to elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Uh, you know, we 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 love elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. Last week we we mitigated some friends who should have been elevated. So hopefully this week, correct those errors, get us on. We're our way. we're pretty good with with the. The mitigates uh, were good. The mitigates, yeah. couple mitigates. Were yeah, great. I mean, Andre went off. That was my call. That was a bad call. Uh, you know, I just I thought they were not going to run the football against the Ravens. I thought they would just light them up in the air. But Mac Jones, you know, he he didn't. He did the gritty, and then did you see the picture of him almost dying walking to the tunnel? Mm-mm. Oh, I'll show it to you, man. It's terrible. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I'll look for it. I saw quick. him limping off, uh, but I didn't see anything after that. I mean, he looked like he got really badly injured. Is there any um, word? On, there's no word yet on his I mean, injury. He looks like he is. Look at this. I mean, this is Oof. not. Look, I, I, I like. I, I. It'll be a little bit of time before I can like use this as a meme. But like, this is just like so memeable. You know, mm-hmm. but, but it's it's too close to it. It'd be like a year, maybe you could use it. But like, just poor guy, man. Like he's just he's crying. You know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and you never want to see people cry, and not because you know, not manly to cry or womanly to cry. It's because they're in pain. You know, and, and I, I cry all the time. Uh, so and it's okay to cry. You can cry, kids. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk. I put in the big screen. Cam Akers here. He's back. Cam Akers is back, kids. Right, we saw it. We saw the usage. We saw the red zone. You saw what you wanted to see. He's not getting ten targets out of the backfield. That's fine, but he is their number one back. So, uh, what, what do you think the like forecast is for Cam kind of moving forward? What what, what should we expect? Is it RB two flex more in those roles? Yeah, you know, and, and, and this isn't the most optimal game from versus the 49ers, but I, I think, um, you know, he I think he. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't really foresee us talking a lot more about Cam Akers and elevate mitigative history because we're trying to we're trying to, you know, predict the future about guys who are, you know, borderline borderline starts, borderline sits. Right. I think I think he he's a, um, a, a borderline start um, because he's been nothing so far. And this game versus the 49ers. Um, it's it's probably going to be ugly, um, yeah. and it's it's going to be tight. Um, but I think uh, he's just going to be that guy now going forward that is going to you know have the higher share of the backfield. And um, I mean, you saw he's he's he you saw him break off like a twenty five yard run in that last game. Um, I, I he's he's always been capable of that. I mean. Um, he's just dealt with injuries and I think it is now at the place where if you got him, you play him. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think he's lock and load. Uh, speaking of lock and load, uh, you might have sat Tua last week, given the, the Bills uh, matchup. You shouldn't have, but we, we wrote about him over in the DFSs. Uh, we, had a, we had a bunch of different players who were uh, cornerback wise or injured uh, you know, for the Buffalo Bills. So Tua He ended up not having that great a game because the concussion, you the know, concussion did take him out for a little bit. That that was that was unfortunate for sure. Right. Right. Um, but uh, this game but, coming up versus the Bengals. It's juicy, right? It's 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 super juicy. You got it. It's gonna shoot. It's gonna shoot. This game's gonna shoot, dude. Like Tua is it's gonna be Joe Burrow versus Tua, man. It's it's gonna be the SEC, you know, LSU, Alabama, roll tide. You know, it's gonna be a big old uh, you know fun time. Is it in is it in Miami or is it in Cincinnati? I uh, don't know. Whenever I look at the uh, NFL stuff, it's it never it never says the at. Ah, it's always just like shows you. Uh, let's see, Miami. Let me look up the. Uh, if it's in Miami, I don't think Cincinnati will travel as well as, as uh, Bills Mafia did. Shout out Bills Mafia. Second shout out of the show. Please don't mm-hmm. jump in my table. I don't have any tables outside, so uh, you can't do it. Um, but I, I think if it's in Miami, you have a little bit more of an advantage. Uh, but, I mean, Cincinnati 0-2 before they beat the Jets. The Jets are terrible. So, um, Devin DuVernay as well, you talked about him earlier. What do you see in his matchup this week that makes you want to elevate him? You know, I, I just I, – I'm ready to go ahead and, um, you know, start playing a guy who's got a touchdown every week. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's playing the bills again, high powered offense. Um, I'm expecting a lot of points to get scored in this game. And I think Devin Duvernay, um, he, he is like, he's, he he is, I'm still listening to analysts talk about how they think, you know, there's going to be regression here. Um, you know, meanwhile, what I'm seeing is someone with elite speed, just like Rashad Bateman. I think he runs like a four, three, um, you know, you saw that's why he's their kickoff guy. I mean, he's, he's got elite speed and he has becoming, he's becoming a trusted target in the red zone. Like that is now being proven. Like he, he, he is definitely the wide receiver two on that team. Lamar Jackson is in a contract here playing for um you know to to to, for hundreds of millions of dollars and trying to showcase everything that he has as a qb um and is looking elite as a passer um yeah i think the best he's ever looked as a passer and devin duvernay is the clear wide receiver too maybe wide receiver one we don't know yet i mean two points behind bateman right now yeah right i mean he's getting he's getting the red zone look so far right so i i say why not yeah yeah no i i like it uh and i you know i, I i'm rolling with jamal williams you know um man he he's tied for the league lead in touchdowns so kind of hard not to see his role uh being there and uh in his matchup this week i forget who detroit is playing i i did have this pulled up before um I'm, i will pull this up right now pull, pull up my history um 
I, I didn't think I did like his matchup. I do remember that. It didn't seem to be uh, one that, that scared me off uh, at all. The Lions are playing the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks. Cordell Patterson just ate them alive. I mean, literally went for like 130-something all-purpose yards, was all over them. Uh, you know, they needed seven yards to win the game to get the first down. He or he needed six. He got seven. You know, it, it just it looked like a, a nice time for RB. So I say lock and load uh, on Jamal until he proves he cannot uh, and he's not getting the, the, the red zone work. I think he is somebody who you need to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah. League leader in touchdowns. Didn't know that. So that's a, that's a good stat. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can't, you know, he's got four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. got uh, right now. Swift has also, by the way, this is, this is you're going to love this too. He's got 43 attempts to, to DeAndre Swift's 27. So he's got 16 more carries than he does. Now he's not as efficient. He's not. But he's got more touchdowns. He's getting more. He looks, you know, he looks fantastic too. It's just he's behind DeAndre Swift, who is only, one of the most elite guys in the league. But you know, he he's, he's three points behind him right now, though. I mean, he he looks uh, as good as he's ever looked on that he's, offense. He's R, he's RB seven right now. Jeez, mm, so I don't make the rules. You gotta gotta play that guy, right? Yeah, right. So don't be stupid. You know, be stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we talked about Ninjoku before. We you, you got to play him. Uh, He's playing the Falcons, playing who the Falcons. are yeah. The, the, just Disley as, just did them. Just Disley, right? Just right. Like I mean, you know, like coming off defenses. of a coming off a game where you can see the talent. Um, you know, it, it, it they have that just amazing backfield, and then they have. Amari Cooper, and then it looks like David Njoku is the number two passing op- option on that team. And, you know, the Falcons line linebackers, you know, who are going to be having to deal with him, um, not not the best. Falcons right now through three games, you know, um, fifth worst at covering tight ends. So that sounds sexy. That gets it moving for me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, last elevate the Dallas Cowboys DST little defensive action here. Who are the Cowboys facing and why should we start? Our beloved commanders. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sack him. Micah Parsons. Take him downtown. Yeah, man. You know, um, I, I expect the game to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if the commanders win the game, but I just think that, uh, defense has, um, uh, they have so much upside, yeah. And you know they're playing a quarterback that gives them that upside with Carson Wentz, <laughs> right? Right. And let me say this: I didn't win my matchup in the in the BFFs, but I did pick up the Philadelphia Eagles right before the game and score twenty points and kind of stick around in the matchup. So yeah, yeah there you go. You know that was us playing go. the Wentz, the Wentz effects. Yeah. So all right, I like that. Let let us now roll to the mitigate because uh, we've got some friends. We talked about picking up Trevor Lawrence. Right, but then you know we're mitigating him. Well, how's that work out? Eagles playing the Eagles. Um, yeah, Eagles. The Eagles look like they are a, a, a really good team all around. Um, you, you know, uh, because of Jalen Hurts' ability to rush the football, they're going to control time of possession and. Um, you know, I think that defense uh, is going to be the best defense that he's played thus far. So um, I, I I just think it's, you know, it's it's a bad, bad matchup week for Trevor Lawrence. So 
if you can, I would look elsewhere. Yeah, you know, staying in that same game, I'm glad that you you brought that game up because I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit Miles Sanders because uh, here's the thing: last week the Washington Commanders are a team that gives it up to to the running back, uh, and and he didn't do anything right, and not not that you 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 don't keep Sanders around, he's 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 good, yeah, he's he's okay, he's a guy, you know, um, but his diminished returns, right? Week week one he has 18 points, week two 11. Uh, week three, five, right? And he's, the carries are there, 13, 17, 15. I just don't know if in this matchup against the Jags, I think I'd rather have Jalen Hurts, honestly. I think Jalen Hurts is the focal point of that offense, and all these other guys are just kind of mere pawns, and it depends on where it's going to go, and it's hard to to, to trust Miles Sanders uh, to week to week. And so I think in this game, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think it's going to be a, sh- a shoot. Uh, in this game, I think the Eagles defense is pretty good, uh, but I do think Jalen Hurts is going to get his. So I- I'm going to mitigate uh, Miles Sanders just for this week, right? Just for this week. Um, you- oh, you got your boy Henderson in here. You want to give a rebuttal to Sanders? Do you have a, a counterpoint? Are you-, are you high on Sanders? Uh, no, I mean honestly, yeah, I I, I would. I don't know if I would um, put him on the bench because I just think he's the clear RB one, um, and this pass. I mean, you. I get the sentiment because the Eagles. Um, it just all flows through Jalen Hurts, um, but I just think that the the way that that game went last week, it was just there was so much air yards that were available. Um, so, you know, it, I think you know if if you have Miles Sanders. Um, you know, and then, you know, I could see maybe, um, you know, if you're really strong, uh, you know, at the position, but it would be probably, you know, if he's um, in my RB2, I'm probably going to play him versus the Jags because um, you got him late and you probably need to play your RB2. So it would be hard for me to sit him because um, he actually has been. Um, you know, I think if we were redrafting, he would go higher right now. Um, he would. I think this is just a matchup that that I don't like because, uh, you know, so far the Jags have done a pretty good job of of keeping people in check, and uh, you know, it it, it is the, the Jags don't give up that many points to the running back either. So I mean, they mm-hmm. they kind of held Austin Eckler in check, and. Um, it's a surprise, you know, they, they have, uh, they've not given up a touchdown to running back so far. So, and that's what Miles Sanders, you need Miles Sanders to get a touchdown. That's what you need. And sure. so it's, it's uh, just for me, I'm hedging my bets against Miles Sanders getting a touchdown this week. And so if I'm wrong, I could be wrong. I hear you. I hear yeah, you. That's, that's it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to predict the future. So hey, we'll see. We're, we're, we're trying. Right? We're trying. Yeah. Uh, Henderson, we kind of gone over that. I, it makes a lot of sense. Adam Thielen, he caught a touchdown and now we're talking, uh, not playing him. What what do you see in this matchup with Adam Thielen? The Vikings, you know, I, I like the Vikings, but they're going against the Saints. You, the, the the Panthers just beat the Saints. All right, all right. I know the Saints. The Saints do have a really good defense. That game, just everything went right for the Panthers. Um, Alvin Kamara looked like he just crumpled. Every, yeah, I, I mean, I, everything worked out uh, so that. Uh, the Panthers could get that win. I I just think really um, uh, I played Adam Thielen 
where I had him this past week. And my <laughs> my deep analytical theory was he was due. Uh, he was the e yeah, he was due. He, theory. he was due. He was due. That guy, he he um he 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 finds those red zone targets. I just think um versus the Saints, uh, this is a this is a Jefferson week. Um I I I I believe that uh he does not he does not get in the end zone this week. I think it's gonna be a big um JJ week. So I'm gonna sit him if I can. I, I think JJ does come back long and strong and uh, I need him to because I'm I'm one and two. So yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Double stampy, make it true, touch blue, whatever it is. Uh Tyler Higby. We, you, you don't elite in targets, man. Be tough to sit them, right? Right. But best best defense first tight ends, 49ers. It's a tough matchup, man. This is going to be one of those grinded out like 13 to 12, 10 to 11 bullshit games. No, it could like, be I would take Njoku in a heartbeat over Tyler Higby. Agree. I think if you have Higby, you probably are streaming tight end and you can find somebody else this week. That's, that's what I think too. Yeah, that's why yeah, I, agree. I think you're probably not holding it's not on to Pitts. It's not your whole roster. Construction. No, Higby is a flyer, was a flyer, will still be a flyer week to week. I won 5K off his three touchdowns though, so I understand the, the allure this week just not going to be it. And he's uh, getting well, the targets. No. Uh, yeah. Buccaneers DST. Oh man, this is a big one. They're going against the Chiefs, licking their wounds off a, a defeat. Uh, Andy Reid wins after he loses most of the time. So this is going to be a matchup. Uh, Tom Brady, not the best of wide receivers. I think Cole Beasley is his best friend now. They're they're going to anti-vaxxing concerts together. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the Chiefs losing that game versus the Colts. Um, you know, special team stuff, yeah. and um, you know the Colts got lucky. Uh, I I don't see anything um, so far this season which amazes me that makes me think. The Chiefs aren't going to be right there at the end of the season, um, fighting to get in the Super Bowl. And uh, I think I think the Bucks as well, and they have an amazing defense. Um, but I I just I don't see why the Chiefs don't you know put up you know twenty eight points this game. I just think yeah. with when you have Patrick Mahomes, I'm gonna always fade whatever defense he's going against. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that call. Um, you said the only thing that can, you know, th them fighting. Did you see Eric Bieniemy and Patrick Mahomes fighting at the end of the first half going in? Patrick wanted to push the pedal. He wanted to go try to get a field goal, try to do a, something. He wanted to – their kicker is out. Harrison Bucker is out. Uh, and, and Amendola is in. He had not really done a great job kicking. So I, I understand where Bieniemy is coming from. But you're a football player. You want to go, go, go. They end up losing that game. By right. a few points, you can't see both sides in this. Did you see that? I wasn't sure if that was in your purview. Yeah, I saw it. it well, I didn't think it was really a big deal. You know, and neither I, did I until Shady McCoy came out and he tweeted out and he just said, "Eric Bieniemy, all he does is get in fights with players, and he doesn't even call plays. He doesn't even know plays. It's crazy." So Shady McCoy. Yeah, I mean, I'll find it. It's not that. I mean, you know, I'm not making it up. Let's just go find. You know, our, our guy here, uh, McCoy. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll, Shady. he'll give you, he'll give you the behind the scenes stuff too. So yeah. Shady McCoy. Where, where is, where is he at? He, there he um, is. You just went past him. Oh, right up there. The black one. 
All the enemy does is argue with the players, knows nothing about passing or play calling. Calls. Yeah. So I all and all he does is argue with the players. Hmm. So that's crazy though. That's a that's a you know, I mean, that's not some bullshit guy. Shady McCoy, he's on the championship team, I think, for the them and then maybe the Bucks next year, right? Like uh yeah, that's um it's interesting for sure. Cause I respect Eric Bannon. I mean, I think the problem is is that we, we get on in, in culture like two guys arguing about something, they want, both wanted something different makes sense. You, you would have a disagreement about something. I like the the idea that we don't have to take sides about it, though. You don't have to be like, man, that guy just yells, but he wasn't yelling at players. He was just, they were fighting with each other. They're both yelling at each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And it looked mm-hmm. like Patrick, you know, was a little bit more wanting to continue, but I was on Patrick's side. So I would have mm-hmm. continued if I was Patrick too. I'm always on the side of the players against coaches because players want to play. So, uh, but that was just, that was a side, sad bet, you know, interesting thing there. So, all right. Um, let's go on to uh, any, and I think it's, oh, I didn't make a slide for it, but get rid of Kenneth Gainwell and Dontrell Hilliard. Both those guys. Bye. Yeah. Are you ready to cut bait on Kenneth uh, Gainwell, who I drafted because of you, Bo, oh, Jorge, oh. and many other analysts hype? Is it time I, for yeah. me to cut yeah. bait? Oh, yeah. 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 Because sure. you see Boston Scott factoring in. What what value does Kenneth Gainwell Boston have? Scott is just that the Keebler outfit ruins. Uh, the day I, I'm not I just I'm bummed because I I, I you know I, I spent money I spent draft capital on on my man Kenneth Gainwell and it was because there was a lot of hype on him um coming into the season even I think Miles Sanders said something like don't draft me in fantasy right. so you thought that there was there was I mean the beat reporters were all saying Gainwell man Naeem? it looks like he's that dude well, he, he was not there- look like he's that dude well, they were saying he was Naeem Hines light. And then this year, Naeem Hines light is Naeem Hines light light. So he's like Naeem Hines light, 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 light. That's you correct. Know? Yeah, that's correct. So. And and Dontrell Hilliard for Eviscerate too. Yeah. Um, praise the Lord in heaven. They Derek they Henry's made the decision back. to start throwing Derrick Henry the football. It's like they listened to our show and I heard know. us complaining about the fact that you know what they're going to do. Every because time. because because when Henry is not in, they're throwing it, and when Henry's in the backfield, they're running it, and that's yeah. what they do. Maybe they work in a play action, but it was the most one-dimensional offense in football. Oh wow, you win a game because all you have to do is give that guy a little bit of space, and he's electric. So I think Dontrell Hilliard's value um, diminishing. Yeah, it's just like like yeah. the way that they were running that offense looks like they made an adjustment. Like maybe Derrick Henry, uh, Dontrell Hilliard will probably still be, you know, the third Around. down back and, 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 and get some PPR points and stuff like that. But it does look like they might go back to that time last year when they were actually throwing Derrick Henry the football. And I think if they're doing that, Derrick Henry's going to produce and there's no reason to have Dontrell Hilliard. Yeah, I agree 100% uh, with that. Uh, with that being said, we've got two more segments, and then we're going to uh, free us uh, from – free Mike from – you know, I, I got nothing going on, but he's got a family. Uh, this is our DFS Stacks of Cash. Oh, man, we, we've got some some good ones uh, this week. Let's let you roll out yours first because we've talked Jalen Hurts' praise. Uh, you've got him stacked up with A.J. Brown. A.J. Oh, Brown, baby. Hey, look. Baby. That was that was my diamond stack last week. It was 14.9, and I said it was a value. Um, 
you know, turns out Devontae Smith was uh, the 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 number one wide receiver. Right. But AJ Brown still goes for five eighty five and a tutty. Okay, yeah. um, good diamond stack, right? That's and then if you double stacked it with Devontae, you know, you're you're now, um, yeah, you're you're now fighting for that that uh, that ready, that bitch. that big tournament money. Okay, yeah. I think he's the build again at the diamond level last week. 14.9 this week, 15.6. A value again. Right. I, I think it's a value again. Um, you know, at the diamond level, you know, where there's guys like, you know, Jefferson and Cup, um, you know, you, you pay just a, through the a, roof. Yeah. Uh, exorbitant amounts of money. Uh, this is still a value diamond stack. Yeah. Jalen Hurts get yeah. verse, verse, verse the Jags. I think AJ Brown. That's his floor last week, you know. I agree. I agree. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I'm gonna play it against Bo. Uh, shh, he's not listening right now. I think he had to go back to work. Um, my my diamond stack is. I mean, you you don't expect this, right? But it is. It's a little secret play. I, I'm bouncing back. I think because I think it'll be not very owned, and also it's a good play. Uh, Austin Eckler stacked with. You know the 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 goddess of. I mean, I think his hair is, is great too. I like his hair. I know I'm not into the straight hair as much of Lawrence. It looks kind of like I like uh, it's like a horse's hair or something. I don't know. I'm not into that. I like, but I mean that's just it. But you know when you see Herbert's hair, it's just the best. So I'm into Herbert. I'm stacking him with Eckler. Trevor Lawrence does have a horse look. He's <laughs> <laughs> long in the face. Yeah. There's something yeah. like uh, what is it like equinine about it? How, what's the word? Yeah, it's very nice. Yes, yeah. equinimius Brown might know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but fourteen eight. It's a real cheap stack. That's what I like, and not a lot of people will be on it. It'll be a differentiate, you know, way to differentiate yourself. So uh, I went a little off. He took you know off the path, but you went off the path later, so I felt okay, I could do it too. Um, so but we got traditional plays coming up next. Let me jump to my gold stacks real quick because you know what? We talked about Devin Duvernay before, and you can get Lamar Jackson and Devin Duvernay for 12-4. Like, I mean, that just that's not doesn't make any sense. You know, this game is gonna go. We saw what happened last week with Miami. They're still down Dane. It's still going to be a hard situation for them to cover uh, all of all of their weapons and keep Lamar from running around. Tua isn't that mobile, right? And he's scattered around back there and, and almost died. But Lamar can do things in this offense. And I, I'm not worried about it. I think a ton of people will be off him because he's, he's expensive. But Duvernay is cheap. So if you don't want to pay up for, for Andrews, differentiate yourself a little bit and go down and get Duvernay. What was um what's Duvernay's price tag this week? Um, I want to say he's like four two. Okay, yeah, because he was four last week. I I was he was he was he was he was that hard to find four sandwiched in all the RBs. But man, I was playing him. I love him. Yeah. So, um, how about you? You got looks like you got uh Mister Unlimited. I do, man. I do. I think. I think this is. I think this is Russell's week, and um. Cortland Sutton uh, is the primary target on that team. Uh, eight receptions for 97 yards last night. Um, and, you know, watching that game closely, uh, I I really do think that they're, it, 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 they're just inches away on different plays. Like, it, it, like it's not going to be long before Russell Wilson puts up one of these, you know, 
um, 30 point weeks. And I, I could just see the the combination of them two and DraftKings getting you 50 points. Um, cause Cortland, Cortland Sutton just, he, he, he gets open and then all you need is that, you know, that Jerry Judy touchdown to one of those long ones to go. And, um, you know, he's going to have a nice week. Yeah, no, the, then you're cooking with gas. Is that what they say? You're cooking with gas? I guess gas? so. I think they say that. Because Russ right now, he's he's not. Um, no, he, he is not cooking. I, I, I sat him for Jared Goff, and it was a good good play. It was a good Yeah, play. I think I think he's going to be a lot, very uh, low ownership for Russell yeah. Wilson this week as well. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let, let me uh, jump to my uh, silver stack, and I'll let you jump into yours. Uh, mine is crazy. I'm going Geno Smith. And Tyler Lockett, mm. uh, they're not very expensive. One is fifty eight hundred and Lockett, uh, cheap, cheap, cheap. And then uh, Geno Smith fifty five hundred. They're going against Detroit, right? And so what I love about that is you, you saw what KJ Osborne did. You saw right now, you know, just what Adam Thielen did. There was two touchdowns to wide receivers last week. Detroit is going to suck. They're going to throw the football, and and no one's going to be on it at all, at all, at all. No, 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 not one person. It's a little expensive. Yours is a little bit cheaper. I like yours better. You didn't steal it, but uh, if I could have gotten yours, I would have. Um, but uh, I'm going to roll it out and, and see if I can get a little value there. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. I mean, Tyler Lockett. Uh, I think he was right now. He's one of the um, the steals of the draft. Uh, just going didn't so late. Drop him in one of the leagues we were in. Cakes did drop him in one of the leagues that we're in. And uh it was one of those, you know, uh, you know, drop for another player guys, and you, you know, second fab bid of the week to get the drop players. And I went ahead and bid 20 bucks on Tyler Lockett and got him on my squad, and nobody else bid on him. And I was just like, Oh, well, I don't care. I'll take Tyler Lockett. So oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. right now he leads the team in targets in and receptions. He doesn't have any touchdowns. Uh, but he leaves the team in yards as well. So, uh, you know, I know DK is DK, but the defenses are keen on him because uh, they're not stupid. And, you know, you had a slow week one, but then since then, 19.7, 16.6. So you're in that, you know, 15 to 18 point range you want him to be in as a 10th round pick or ninth round pick. Such great value. Um, I actually told somebody in the league to pick him, and I shouldn't have told them that. I gave them that advice in our BFFs league. I said, hey, you should draft Tyler Lockett. He's a great pick. And they were like, thank you. And they drafted him. I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, you should have <laughs> drafted him. I know. Damn it. I was being too nice. Well, I'm out of no more nice guy. So uh, talk about your stack, though. Late. Yeah, it's too late. I'm nice. Yeah, too late. Too, too late. late. Um, yeah, I I have for my uh silver stack um Marcus Mariota with my man Kyle Pitts um playing Cleveland um you know a middle of the road defense versus tight ends but again Kyle Pitts uh not just any tight end um you know in terms of talent and skills um may maybe the most elite in the league and um meanwhile uh you know the falcons just continue to play people tough um and uh i i think that this is going to be um you know a game where there's a lot of touchdowns scored and i i'm we finally saw you know five target five catches for kyle pitts um you know getting getting the here's I was not freaking out because, um, you know, week one, tough matchup. Week two, um, 
I think uh, another tough matchup. I I forget if it was week one or week two. They played the Rams. He he was getting double teamed. Yes, it's week two. He was. They double teamed him the entire game. So Arthur Smith coming out and saying this isn't fantasy. We're not worried about your fantasy player. I can actually see why he said that because it was like he wasn't open. Like they 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 entirely schemed to take Kyle Pitts out, and the Falcons meanwhile gave the Rams a run for their money. This the defending Super Bowl champs in that game. Um, so. Uh, you know, this is a game versus Cleveland, and I think Marcus Mariota is going to continue to put up points as a QB. And, um, you know, you could get a 20 point performance out of your tight end this week with Kyle Pitts. I like it. Uh, roll tide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm hoping we can hear the sound on the tweets because I do have the tweets up already, but I don't know if we're going to be able to hear the sound. So <laughs> we're trying. If not, um, I can send you some readable ones. That yeah. Not- so I'll pull mine up. You did not see this. See if you can hear this. I heard something. Un- is it? I don't hear anything. No. Do you hear it? No, I can hear it. Yeah. So the okay. sound's not working. So this is this is Jamal Williams, and, and he he is. Three, three, three. Count them, ready? One, two, three. Oh, four. He did four hip thrusts. You can't do four hip thrusts. It's against against the rules. And guess what? The old Hingle McCringleberry rule came out, and they came over, and they threw the flag for excessive gyrating his pelvis. It's hilarious. I could not believe it. Uh, uh, vintage Jamal Williams. <laughs> so that's my tweet. Not the funniest, but you know, I like. Well, it, it sucks without sound. I just sent you one that we can read. We will, we will go soundless with mine. Okay, I'm so sorry. This is where we have to be with my no technology. Worries. It's it's my fault. Let's pull yours up. I've got one. All right, so this is by my man Ian Hartitz. What a great tweet. Uh, this is this is a quote. No one lives forever. No one. But with advances in modern science and my high level of income, I mean, it's not crazy to think I can't live to be 245, maybe 300. James Robinson. Now, now did he really say this? Or the artist? No, great tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I mean, James Robinson is just a beast, bro. He's just yeah. a beast. Like, he is a beast. Come on, man. Just comes back from Achilles surgery and is one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It. That's that's a I good one. Um, uh, so, do you have any other soundless ones? I could send you a soundless one. Did I win? I think we both won. But okay. All I, right. I'll, I'll show yours. Yeah, send me another one. I'll, this is mine. I I did not make this. I found this. Uh, this is this is a picture of Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady at the end of the game. It just says, "Loser <laughs> of Aaron Rodgers." <laughs> 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 that, that would have won for for me. I love that. That's and you think about it like neither one of those guys wants to talk to their family, and those yeah. are like two of the greatest people ever at what they do. And like I, I, I got in a little hot water for my wife, you know, not liking football because uh, it ruined uh, our vacation drive home a little bit, you know. The, these the women in, in these guys' lives like have had their lives ruined by football. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> in real totally. life, you know. So this this really hit home and, and made me laugh. So I, I did want to put that on there, but I can I can pull up your yours as well. Your next one. Okay, I just sent it. Yeah. All right. So this is the cat meme. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you promised this is a uh, Leonard Fournette promising touchdowns. You promised us Lenny. You promised us touchdowns, and then Leonard Fournette is the evil cat i don't know what that's from that the, the uh, i think it's one of those housewives show yeah um but that is a, a very famous meme that I was used it. perfectly that for leonard fournette uh again not not getting a touchdown this past disappearing week. disappearing uh yeah I don't okay I, but okay just didn't get in the end zone yeah yeah, I think those were, those were all the tweets that, that we had ready to go. Yeah, perfect. Excellent. Well, this has been, my friend, just another tremendous show. I always love it. This is the best time of my life. Every to every Monday we get together. So, uh, Mazel Tov. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Uh, please follow him at the Ralph Macho on Twitter. I am NimbleWNumbers. Uh, I'll be writing this week for myself over at NimbleWNumbers.com. Over, check out Nimble's YouTube as well. We put NimbleWNumbers in there. Uh, we had 125 views over there this week, uh, which is excellent. You and I, sir, let me go, let me pull up the data, right? We can go check and see what the data says from last week because I do believe it was it was strong to quite strong. Which I'm excited about, you know, because I'm 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 keep I'm the keeper of the data. Sixty-eight views. We can one more nice. away from sixty-nine. Yeah. So um just tremendous. Uh appreciate you and I'll let you close the show as always. All right. Uh war in week four and peace and love everywhere else.